Mr. Samuel Johnson. Hi, Sam. Say hello. Hi. Hi. Nice to be back. Nice to have you back here. I'm just going to, okay, this is me. Let me see. I'm number one. Oh, it's loud. Okay, now say something and let me hear you again. Hi, hi, hi. Hi, hi, hi. Okay, that sounds good to me. Okay, cool. We're mixing our own sound today. We're taking on producerial roles now. Well, it's always engineering roles. Yeah, totally. All roles filled. Exactly. And let me see, how do our fans, are the fans super loud on yeah, air? They are. Oh, man, okay. Oh, really? Okay, good. Does that sound better? Okay, sorry. It's 100 million degrees in uh, Los Angeles right now. Just to give you an accurate number, it's 100 million. Um, and there's no AC at K Chung, so we're, uh, we're rolling with the fans. So. Yeah. Okay, well, if anyone would like to call in, they can call us at 213-54-LOVE0, or they can text us at 213-54-LOVE0 with any love, relationship, dating, sex questions whatsoever. Okay. Um, sound good, Dustin? All of our levels sound good? We can turn the fan off. We can turn it off if it's like, yeah. How about the black one? Is Samuel's fan a problem? That might be the one, yeah. Yep. Okay. We're trying to okay. <laughs> we're trying to not die and stay uh, <laughs> level-headed. <laughs> it doesn't sound horrible, okay. We might um, deteriorate throughout the show. It's just that hot. Okay. Oh, at least we have some uh, cold cheers. <laughs> oh man. Okay. 
Well, what's been going on? I haven't seen um, you for a while. You know, know a million things. I bet. Yeah. We, we should stop hanging out and only we do this. Do this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we can catch up on the air. Totally. Yeah. Well, that's how, um, have you, like, okay, no, because it's super dorky, but I've watched, like, interviews with um, hosts of shows, and they talk about how you're never supposed to talk pre-talk yeah. before you have someone on as, you know, yeah, like a talk show host, because you get it all out, and then you're like, oh, hey, Brad Pitt, like, yeah. so, uh. Is that a new haircut? Or do you know? You know, or whatever. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So we should only catch up on the show. Only. Yeah. Only, yeah. 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 I'm glad that at least your hair is the same. That hasn't changs. It hasn't. So right. bronze it looks is. good. Thanks. Yeah. I got a haircut the other day. It was getting really shaggy. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Oh, did you notice I have straight across bangs now? I did. It's so much better. Yeah. It's so much less yeah. hippie. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking before with, like, the rainbow arc thing. You were blowing it. Like I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> blowing it. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I'm sure you would have told me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? I, I don't know. I'm like on break from school. Rand. I'm just like doing my own jobs. And you have Lucy on the show. I had Lucy on the, yeah. on the show when she was in town. That was so oh, nice. I cool. know. It was that's really fun. She's so funny, but you know what? I actually have a couple of questions on here. Um, maybe just one that is a, a sex question that she <laughs> just refused to answer. <laughs> Because she's a Puritan from, you know, Boston and yeah. they don't talk about sex or have sex ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So that was funny. She was so fun to have on. But she definitely was like, I'm not going to talk about that. Nope. Yeah. Like, Next. Not going to go not on, gonna, on record. What do you mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's great. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What's new with you? You've been working a ton. Yeah, working a lot. Um, yeah. I'm in LA. I'm trying to stay here till the summer. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And I don't know. I... Speaking of things I haven't caught up on, yeah. I this week, I guess the two things that happened this week was I rescued a baby hummingbird. No. And I installed Wait, a, a baby hummingbird? Yeah, and oh I installed God. a subwoofer in my truck. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, two completely different. <laughs> That's amazing. Like, yeah, like, this tiny little baby and then just this, like, huge stereo system. In oh, my truck. God, you're, like, the dream man. <laughs> How did you rescue a baby hummingbird? You know what? It's, wi- dude, it's, cra- it was actually kind of crazy, like, you know. And does it weigh, like, nothing? A, like, literally, it's, like, a feather? Its head is the size of, like, your baby, uh, pink, your pinky. Oh, my God, head. yeah. Really small, like, he sits in, um, a beer bottle cap. Oh, my God. <laughs> really small. <laughs> How is it still, what, what are you, you just feeding it sugar water? Dude, it, okay, so, like, I parked my truck on the street. I usually park in my driveway behind, yeah. behind the house, and I, right. I was just in a hurry, and I, I just, run inside. Yeah. And and I was walking on the sidewalk, and you know that feeling that you get when you've seen something, and you know that you saw something, but you can't oh, yeah. quite, because you're just in the zone, and you don't recognize at first what it is. Yeah, totally. And so I stopped, and I turned around, because I knew I had seen something, and yeah. I looked at the sidewalk, and there was just this hummingbird sitting on the sidewalk. Oh, no. And he's, like, shaking. And oh, no. It was, like, you know, hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, like, three days ago. It was, like, 102. It was, like, 100. Yeah. yeah. yeah it was really hot. The concrete yeah. was burning hot. Oh, no. So, I ran inside, got a piece of paper. He was so light, a piece of paper just came out. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, he weighs, like, less than one ounce. Yeah. It doesn't even exist. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so I put him uh, in a little Tupperware, like, this big. And okay. I put a beer bottle cap full of water in it. I was like, yeah. there's no way he's going to make yeah, it. Yeah, no. That doesn't seem like yeah. an animal that's going to survive. <laughs> he was in really bad shape, yeah. you know. And, and, uh, and then I had to leave. And I, I was yeah. like, oh, I'm going to come home, this guy. And, you know. Oh. I came home and he was.
was sitting. I came home the end of the day. Yeah. And he's sitting in the water. <laughs> so pumped. Just like singing. Really? <laughs> <laughs> that's like, adorable. Dude, like, I couldn't believe it. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. And um, it's like just sort of How like. How does Kiki. She doesn't even. She doesn't even yeah, notice. She's my dog. Samuel's yeah, dog. Yeah. Um, she does, doesn't even. She's totally cool. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. That would be that would be the other sad thing is if you came home and there was no hummingbird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the crazy thing is, is so you know, I did a little bit of research and it's like they baby hum. I learned all this this week. Yeah. Like baby hummingbirds have to eat every fifteen minutes or they die. Oh my god. Yeah. Because their stomach is the size of. Yeah, like it's like puppies. They have to pee every like ten minutes because they have the stomach is the size of a beer can. Nothing. Like no, like a. Uh, Lid of a water bottle. Yeah, it's like nothing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and so baby hummingbird's stomach is the size of the head of a pin. Oh my god! It's like nothing. So they have to yeah. eat constantly. Or, or oh my god! Or, and I was like, oh, there's no way. Oh no. no way. And then, so he started singing a lot, and I was like, why is he so often? Yeah. Anyway, it's a like a distress call. I had no idea. And his mom found him because he was oh. yeah. Oh my god! So every ten to fifteen minutes for the last now five days, probably yeah. four days, his mom comes and feeds him. Oh my, so wait, it's outside, like on your porch. Or oh something? yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I put him on the front porch. Oh my god, that's yeah. so sweet. He's sitting on the table. Oh my god, I love yeah. the hummingbird family. It's crazy. That's so cool. It's like a miniature wild kingdom. Oh my god, that's so cool. Yeah, that's and amazing. Yeah, so we don't even need to solve any relationship questions. That, that is a love. That is a love and relationships yeah. like <laughs> metaphor, right? Totally. There. But it, it's so crazy because like I um don't. So um, he's doing really well. Yeah. And I don't know if he survived or if he's he could be. Did the vet say that, like, there was an age that... She was at least... My um, vet said she was, like, at least, like, eight or nine. Oh. Like, she was old for and a she had had a rough time. Oh, and she rescued Liv from the highway. From the freeway. From the freeway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, she had... She lived... She was... She survived in my house for two years, you know? That's insane. Yeah. That's so, so crazy. So she, if, if she's dead or... She, who knows? Because people are heroes. And they're like, mm. oh, my God, there's a cat. And they're like, I need to yeah. save this cat. Like, I did. Yeah. So I deserve, if someone took my cat, I totally deserve it because, like, I took this cat. You know what I mean? Oh. Even though she's, like, on the freeway, it's different. Yeah. You know how people will, like, see a dog and they'll just, like, rescue it and it's, like, in front of its own house. Yeah, <laughs> like, on a little walk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, freak out, post flyers. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. dog 
and the owner's just like, I'm your neighbor, you know? <laughs> That's terrible. So, yeah. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. so I wanted to name the bird. So Carolyn and I had a fish called Survivy because it survived like a crazy fall and it also died. So yeah. naming all these like miraculous saves of animals <laughs> for the fact that they're living and they die. So, so no. I wanted this guy to have a name that is like because I don't want to interfere too much with like the fate of yeah. the life of this hummingbird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I just deal. No. Neutral. Yeah, neutral. I think it's a good yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, that's so great. I have so nothing as equally exciting to report on my end in terms of the animal kingdom. Although, I have been um, catching caterpillars and then hatching them that. and then killing them. <laughs> <laughs> but then I save them and I enjoy them for a fairly long time in my book collection. <laughs> also, to defend myself, the lifespan of a butterfly is incredibly short. I believe, I think it depends on the species, but it's somewhere between like a week and like three weeks or something. Oh, sorry, I have my phone on because um, people can call in. But this is, you know, this is not, no, that's just like a person calling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, well, should we get started with some, like, love questions? Yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. You go first, I'm getting some, but you read, yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Go um, let's see. I mean, I hope, yeah, no, 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 it would come in, sorry, I'm always confused with the with the calls. No, it would come into my computer, but then the text also comes in. It's complicated. Okay, I came up with a game that I want us to play. Ooh. Um, <laughs> it's not really fair because you haven't had time to, like, figure out the game. But I like these games. I like coming, this is like a thing that you've been, like, you, well, yeah. I'll come on the show and you, like, throw something at me. It's fun, right? Yeah, it's yeah, kind of You can't prepare, you just have to be it's honest. It's so much better if you can't So much prepare. better, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I was thinking about this the other day, and I was like, oh, this is terrible. And I was like, wait, no, this is kind of like a thing, so hence it became a game. We're still working on the name of the game, but I think that it's something like traits you like in people you date that are traits like your parents possess. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I know. Oh, wow. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? What uh, a terrible game. Okay. Uh, it's a cruel and unusual <laughs> game, but it's a good one. It's but a it's good, a good one. one. Yeah, it's like a therapy. It's like, anyway, go it's ahead. It's a therapy. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. tell. But I think that, okay, see, the thing is, is that, you know, we all love and hate our parents. You mm. know, we love them, but then we're like, oh, my God, they're so annoying. They ruined my life. You know, all these things. And then you let go of those feelings somewhere, you know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to take the high road slash going back down to the low road. It, um, yeah, it's like you want you, you want certain aspects of your childhood to like always remain intact, and then the things that you don't like about your childhood, you like I have to like reverse that one, yeah. like one eighty. Yeah, totally. I have to make sure that like I'm rid of that, and I never pass totally. that on to anyone who I even know, yeah, let alone exactly. like any like future offspring. Let alone ever date anyone, yeah. just anything like my parents, because that yeah. would be the end of the world. Right. However, However, it's yeah, it's inevitable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I realized um, uh, one thing. Oh, okay, so this is funny. So it was Father's Day recently, and I was looking through photos, and I was trying to find cute photos of my dad. And I, and then in the end, I was like, Ugh, I don't know. I don't like. I love my dad to death, but I, I didn't want to like post something. I don't know. Social media is so weird. Yeah, I just I was like, Ugh, it's too personal. Like I'm just gonna like text him a photo of me and him be like, I love you so much. Thank you, which yeah. is what I did. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I was looking through photos, found all these photos of my dad in these like like sexy tank tops and like he just is such an ambiguous like dresser and then, and then I remembered um that <laughs> not that I'd forgotten but my um parents used to always go so I grew up um for those of my listeners who don't know which 
what do people do? Who knows? I grew up at, um, like, a healing arts massage college, sort of very, like, hippie, Northern California, um, sort of commune-ish, you know, locale. And the, there was a swimming pool, and it was clothing optional, so, like, I grew up swimming naked until I went through puberty and was like, I'm not going to show this. Like, yeah. everyone, go away, everyone. Yeah. Like, pubic care for me only. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, so, like, my parents were always naked and all these things, and then we would vacation in Mexico, and they hated having to wear clothes, so they would do the next best thing, which is wear thongs <laughs> all the time. <laughs> so, like, I grew up with my parents wearing thongs, and so I'm looking through these photos of my dad for Father's Day, and there's all these photos of my dad in this, like, amazing thong, like, fuchsia, like, banana sling, just, like, tight as can be, like, what year, like, what, what oh, years? forever, like, oh, like I mean, he stopped, I guess he stopped somewhat recently, mm. but, like, what era was this photo, photo for, sorry, I know, it's okay, um, I mean, like, throughout the ages, <laughs> like, it was the same thing <laughs> forever, uh-huh. and, um, and family remembered that he used to shop for these, like, amazing tank tops, and, like, Amazing, like, thong pink bikinis in um, this catalog called International Mail, which is like clearly like oh a gay shopping catalog. And I just think it's like so awesome that my dad was just like, I love pink tank tops and like yellow tank tops, and like was to- like a straight man, you know, but just like loved to wear like brightly colored like thongs and just like was super like whatever. I'm just gonna like dress in like I guess he doesn't necessarily wear flower prints, but but this is basically leading me to my first point, which is that I like men who like wear ambiguous like clothing that's like pinks or like floral prints or things where they're not afraid to like, you know, not present themselves in like only an alpha male sort of way. Right. I realized like that's, that's exactly what my dad did for yeah. my whole life. And I, I never questioned it in terms of, like, his sexual orientation, nor do no. I today. It just wasn't an issue, and that's what I think is wonderful, and that's not necessarily the average. I don't think that's, like, a normal thing mm-hmm. in terms of, like, straight men who I'm interested in dating. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> like, when men, like, wear, like, silly, you know, things that they're not afraid to, like, be confused for someone, like, who might be gay or, you know, who just doesn't like to, like, subscribe to, like, you know, wearing what, like, is completely, like, a straight man outfit, you know, which is so, so, I like, that. Well, <laughs> so that's kind of, but it also, like, leads into people being sensitive and, like, wanting to talk about their feelings and things like that and not being afraid of those sort of parallels, which can often, I think, be culturally so stigmatized, so. Totally. That's well, <laughs> also, with, because I've seen a lot of photos of, of your dad, yeah. both, like, that you've taken and then just sort of, uh, old film photos. Yeah. And the show you the photo yeah, do it. There, there's a certain amount on top of just like, you know, the style itself. There is an element of nostalgia too, because like in the '90s there was that whole like Varney France and it, oh, oh my god, <laughs> 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 not an amazing photograph of wow. my dad. <laughs> that dude, that is a really cool. Um, so you should post this to the soul friend. You should post this to the soul friend totally um, <laughs> Instagram right now so people can see. Dude, you guys are so cool. <laughs> oh my god. I, yeah, I told yeah, I told I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, no, I was just saying like on top of that, like now dating guys who dress a certain way, like Yeah. Even though your dad did that, there was like like more of like a minor vice, like vacation y like there were a lot of men's clothing that was Neon green. That's and totally like the true. The whole like tropical color palette was a lot more prevalent in the 90s. It's sort of like a carryover from the 80s, especially. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. You know? Sorry, I'm listening. Yeah. I'm just looking down because I am going to post this to our soul friend Instagram so everyone can enjoy this photo of me and my father um, in Mexico with him in his, like, fuchsia um, bikini. And me and my, like, hot one-piece. I'm, like, nine, by the way, so it can't really be hot. But right. <laughs> you know. Is that a beach, like, beach wiffle ball type yeah. of thing? This is, like, that paddle ball game, you know, that you play. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Yeah. Okay. Um... I don't know about you. How about you? You know, just any traits that, uh... Well, this, since this is the first time I've... I mean, obviously, I've thought... Yeah, new, new game for you. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not like... It's, I mean, everyone has thought about that to a degree, especially when you break up with someone. It's just... Oh, like, yeah. You might pin a certain negative quality on... Like, a quality about a parent that you don't like. Right, yeah. You know? Um, yeah, I said... Okay. Like, let me think. In terms of... Um... I think definitely, like, keeping it relevant in terms of just, like, fashion, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like, I think so. I think there's um, a certain, like, because we grew up rural, you know. I'm from, yeah. I'm, you're from Northern California, a very, right. a very liberal, um, hippies are not the right word, but, like, is this okay with the black border? Oh, it's so annoying. Okay, whatever. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. 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 For the listeners. Yeah. For the listeners right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Live. Yeah, totally. Okay. Um, like, so we grew up, like, I grew up on a farm in the Midwest, and it's been almost the exact sort of, like, moral pendulum swing from you in terms of just, like, because, like, in terms of, like, the facade of, like, how you Ours was, like, very conservative. Yeah, you know? totally. Yeah, yeah, it is, like, the exact opposite. It is. Yeah. yeah, the presentation was very conservative. And we were farm kids, and, like, you know, so we were always wearing, like... So for me, like, it was, there was this, like, period of evolution where... Because we grew up wearing, like, jeans and denim jackets and stuff and, like, yeah. work wear. Right. That you would be sort of, like, ashamed to wear to school because you... Yeah. I don't know how to, like, quite describe it, but, like, but, like the work ethic was sort of, like, inter- intertwined with, like, like the, like, the labor of, like, our childhood, like, working on a farm, you yeah. know? Like, I literally... And that was highly valued in terms of... Yeah, but it was also, like, something that you didn't... It was hard to, like... I don't know. I I'm, I'm guess I'm just struggling with what you're talking about. But, mm-hmm. like, but, like, we grew up doing farm work. Mm-hmm. Like, walking game. This is crazy. Like, people are like, what? Like, they don't even know what this stuff is yeah. anymore. No, you know? I don't either. Yeah, like, <laughs> tasseling corn, baling hay, like, doing work. Detasseling corn. Yeah, you, like, walk through. So, corn is planted yeah. in, ro- like, in rows, obviously. Yeah. And every, I think it's every fifth row is a, ma- is a male row of corn. Oh. And there are four rows or five rows in between. Yeah, it's four rows in between of female. So, you have to remove okay. the tassels from the female corn so it doesn't self I had no idea. Yeah, so like <laughs> they send yeah. kids through the field oh, to pull the tassels off. And uh, I, did, I did that for years, dude. That sounds so much fun. Yeah, I mean, it's an adventure. Like that's probably fun for like an hour. And then you're like, you start at four in the morning, and the corn is covered in dew, and corn wow. leaves cut you, so <gasps> you have to wear long sleeves. Oh, and it's super hot and humid, and oh, you're like in the mud. It's like a hard job. That sounds really hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we grew up doing that. Anyway, yeah. so I think there's a certain like aesthetic that I. I like I tend to either be into <laughs> the girls who look like they're like hardworking girls, or the exact opposite. Oh, just like just like so yeah. <laughs> so it's like either I date chicks who are just like like literally wearing Carhartts. Yeah, you know, totally. 
Or <laughs> also really hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or <laughs> girls who just are a total departure from that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like. I can't really see you lasting very long with like a super bougie girl though. Yeah, I don't I think you'd get really annoyed really quick. You know, there are a lot of bougie girls masquerading as, like, mm. you know, like, yeah. Detroit mechanic type, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, but that's a whole other thing. That's a whole, that's other, a whole yeah. other thing. Yeah. Well, I like that that's, like, a funny um, contrast. You kind of have a similar one in terms of, like, the way that people dress and look in terms of, like, the that's what it is, is it's like what values you sort of internalize that you respect and admire. And I guess mm. that's something that, like, I really respect and admire about my father is that he never subscribed to the sort of norms of his culture. Also, he grew up in, you know, Tennessee in the South, you know, mm-hmm. and, like, was a – I mean, that's a pretty conservative place, yeah. place to grow up. And so even just – I mean, this is getting into a bigger conversation of, like, what it even means to be a hippie at that time. But also that was a really radical thing to do. So, like, that whole – principle of this is like what I'm going to do that is, you know, against the sort of normative culture mm-hmm. is something that I really, like, respect and admire. So I think that <coughs> one way that that can translate is in, like, the way that someone dresses, you know, did in I terms of, like, yeah. wearing pink. Yeah. Did, <laughs> I, did I inadvertently dodge that question? I don't think I answered it with regard to my actual parents. Oh, well, thing. That was, like, how you grew up. Yeah. 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 Similar. But that's, like, that's an awesome question. I had never thought about that. Yeah, I mean, it's a fun thing to think about <laughs> for like a second, yeah. and then be like, well, yeah, like actually, like people that are like my parents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. I have one more, um, and then we'll go into some questions. We can also like, if we think of other ones, we can like yeah. keep going back yeah. to this game. Uh-huh. Um, I think that another one that I realized is that I'm attracted to um, men who have earned their place in the world and like. Uh, like don't necessarily like have to come from a poor family, but mm. like have a working like mm. big work for a living, you know, and like are just super spoiled basically. I just like can't. It just it's not something I can relate to because I've had to work for a living, and so I just have a hard time relating to people who like haven't had to do that. And it's just like it's different. It's a big difference, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, for people who like have applied rigor to <laughs> something and yeah. seen it through and. Yeah, and like, and work for a living, and yeah. like, you know, have to do that to support themselves. You know, so I think that those are the types of men that I'm usually attracted to. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. do you have any other ones that you want to throw in before we move on questions? Um, no, I'm gonna think about it. Okay, yeah. sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Um, I like this one. Uh-huh. Question time. Ooh. 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 Sounds. I wish I had like sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Okay, how about this one? Do you go with your guy? Wait, wait, hold on. Do you go I with love your the guy? questions, by the way. <laughs> I love it when people text in just like. Oh, I know. Like, yeah. yeah. We've got some good ones. Also, yeah. we've got an audio message question, which I'm going to have to like plug in. We can do that one in like a couple. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to figure out this one. It's okay, I'll just read it verbatim and then, yeah. So it says, do you go with your guy when you're asked out or do you experiment and take the chance on someone who maybe you're not initially feeling it with? Do you go? I'm not sure. Go with your gut. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Okay. That's a crazy thing. Go with your gut when you're asked out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, yeah. is that like, are you cheating? Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> 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 I looked at it before, too, when uh-huh. I read it. I was like, oh, yeah, it makes sense. Uh-huh. Mostly, yeah. Okay, do you go with your gut when you're asked out, or do you experiment and take a chance on someone who maybe you're not initially feeling it with? Do you want to answer that one? Mm. You go with your gut. 
go with your gut when you're asked out, or do you take a chance? So it sounds like this person's mm-hmm. gut is to not go out with this person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hard. Oh, that's such a good question. That's a really good question. Yeah. Because I feel like that's happened to everyone, you know. So it has. It's so for, it happened to me. For me, it's like, I think about this a lot in terms of my career. Maybe there's like oh, a yeah, because I'm totally. a, I'm a freelancer, and yeah. with every job that comes to you, there's it comes fast and it's really intense. Yeah, you know, um, it, it's like we need to do this job. It starts tomorrow. Like, <laughs> we need you to design yeah. the like all this stuff for this like commercial or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's just like totally. so insane. And yeah. so you have this moment where you. Yeah, you're really tested. You really have to, like, yeah. You have to process all this information and then trust your instinct and then discern whether you're crazy. It's just, like, there's so many things that go through your mind at that, like, in those couple hours where you're trying to decide what's what's best. And it sucks because you really have to, it's that process that you're describing as, like, a speeding up of having to decide. You don't have time to, like, really think about it, you know. I mean, yeah. you get to think about, like, oh, well, what's, like, logistically possible in this job, but it's, I know what you're talking about in terms of, like, and you just have to, like, go through that and just, like, answer according to, like, how you feel. Right, you know? but, but so. the subtext, though, is yeah. similar to being asked out because yeah. like you're desired. Right. Or you're being asked for different reasons. And so you're, you're going through all that subtextual stuff, too. It's like, right. because it, one, one lesson I did learn in my career, er, like, a while ago is that, used to never be able to pass on jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd just be like, yeah, totally, I'll make anything happen for you. Thank you so much for hiring me. I'm like, oh, my God, you know. Yeah. And totally. take on, like, two at once or just do stuff that was yeah. just insane. Just and, like, stay up for three days. Oh, my God, I remember that. I told you not to do that. I've done I that three times, dude. Oh, you're so bad. It's really not unhealthy. Not in a cute way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's really not a healthy yeah. thing. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. It sounds like you yeah. don't do that anymore. I'm trying not to. So, yeah. so like, Going with your gut, you have. There's a lot of different. So, like, you need to. If you're if you're thinking about going with your gut, you're, I, like to me, you're thinking in the right way because you, yeah. you want to get in touch with what that is. Yeah. You know, and yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. You you want to get in touch with what your yeah. gut is, so to speak. Yeah. And like, for for me, it tends to almost always be right. Yeah. But you have to make sure that you know what that part is that you're listening to because your gut can right, totally. fear can often like masquerade as your gut instinct. Yeah. It's all if you're afraid of something, it's always the first thing you're gonna encounter on on a path of exploring a new idea. Mm-hmm. Fear is always the first thing. Yeah. You know? That's so smart. It yeah. is, right? Really I mean this is yeah. like I don't know like I well, and what I you're talking about is so universal, it has no, I mean it's like well, it doesn't not have anything to do with jobs, but like it has to do with everything. Yeah. Where you're listening to your intuition, you know. Yeah. Can you only imagine if you couldn't listen to your intuition. <laughs> like I know. How it, yeah. it, for me, like, because for me, it has been so like because there was a period in my career where I was terrified of every job because of how much growth. Uh, like I was going through crazy growing spurts. Yeah. You know, and, and every single job would be like so much bigger than the last one I had done. Right. And it was just like this, I remember the first time I designed like 120 pages. Yeah. You know, and it was just like, oh my god, this is insane. Yeah. Sam is an art director, yeah, sorry. pop stylist, and yeah. for all the people listening, he does amazing, beautiful yeah. things. Yeah. So uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying, but so discerning, like, and those things were all like so hard and terrifying. And then yeah. as the fear subsided, I started to develop then an intuition to 
because some mm-hmm. of these projects were not good for me. Right. You know, and I didn't know I had to go through those bad ones in order to realize. Right. Like, I was just being smarter to myself. It's just like, if something came to me, I would feel like I should say yes. Right. Because I'm being well, like and that's a, that's a big out. thing, too, yeah. with, like, with women especially, I feel, mm-hmm. um, in terms of being asked out, it's difficult. And I get a lot of questions like this, like, what's the best way to say no to a guy who asks you out that you're not interested in? Which mm-hmm. sounds like this question is different. This is more like, do you go with your gut if you're not totally feeling it and experiment or, you know, what do you do? But it's hard for women to say no because it's such a sort of, like, culturally programmed thing to be nice to people, you know? And if you are, like, desired, you know, then it's almost like you're role to, mm-hmm. like, please people, you know, even if you don't want to go out on the date. So it's a weird, you know. And it's flattering. And it's flattering. And you feel yeah. Just by being asked, you're be, you feel this sense of, like, unwarranted obligation. Right, totally. You know? and, it, and if you're into the person, you're just, you're super excited. But right. if you're on the fence, it's not always that easy. And so, yeah. like, if this is, there's a lot of other variables. If this is someone this person knows, and they, they're like, yeah. I don't know, dude. You know? Yeah, totally. But, like, to answer this person's question, if you get asked out, do you go with your gut or do you experiment and take a chance on someone you're maybe not initially feeling it with? I think you should because I think at the very, like, worst case, you know, well, the worst case could be bad, but <laughs> not that bad. Right. But, but, like, so what? You go on a date and you don't like it and you don't have a good time, you know. It's a couple hours and you go home. Yeah. But maybe you, like, I would say learn something or maybe you actually like the person or, you know, maybe you went to a new restaurant. Who knows? Yeah, or yeah. maybe, what do you think about this? Like, I'm asking yeah. you, like, maybe yeah. they just make the first thing very short. Like, yeah. coffee, like, don't get too Well, I like to do the date and then, like, have an appointment or, like, a meeting afterwards and, like, make sure the person knows that, like, oh, you know, you have to be somewhere at two or something. Yeah. So, like, oh, let's have coffee, but, like, I have to I go. Have to like, leave. I have a yeah. previous obligation, yeah. you know, or a prior obligation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's. So would you, would you go, what would you do? If, some, if a girl asked you out, hi, Sam, hmm. I noticed that you just rescued a hummingbird. That's so sexy. And I heard do you want to go, <laughs> yeah. go and let's get a coffee and then go sit in an air-conditioned place and talk about props? I really want to pick your brain. What should we do? Do you think it works? Yeah. Like, how like I'm a tiny bird. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> who am I? <laughs> yeah, I I think Do you like my car heart overalls? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I work hard, too. I work really hard. I like to garden. Yeah. Um, I think I would trust my gut. And, mm. like, I look, I'm at a point right now where I would be more inclined to just do it and meet someone. Mm-hmm. Not, like, even just to, like, meet. Like, you never know. Like, just yeah. to meet someone and have, like, an like yeah, totally. Um, I think that's the thing, though, is that we both like people. I think some people don't like people as much as we like people, maybe. Yeah. And so it's, like, more painful and difficult if you go out with someone and you don't like them. Yeah, and you're it's thinking like, so you much know. about it. And maybe this is yeah. also evident of this person's just, like, over-analytical propensities. Yeah, like, true. Like, if, you're, if your gut says no, you really have to ask this question. Just don't yeah. do it. But also, right. like, this only this person can answer this question. Do you overthink everything? Right. The answer is yes. <laughs> just, like... Break yeah. out of your shell, man. Yeah. Relax. Totally. It's just a coffee. It's just a coffee. It's an hour and a half. Maybe yeah. when you're there, you'll see someone who is, like, hot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the waiter will be, like, super banging Yeah, yeah. totally. Or they'll take you to a new coffee shop where then you start to go. And then it's, yeah. like, it's all these little paths that, like, 
Yeah. I think just being open-minded, though, is a good thing, regardless of if the date winds up, like, you know, having flames behind it or whatever. You know? Yeah. Because let's be honest, it might not. It probably will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's be real. We're all doomed. Yeah. We're all doomed. Yeah. We're all doomed. Yeah. <laughs> Our relationship's never going to work. People get divorced every day. Yeah. Like, 100% <laughs> and, and, like, yeah, it's just like it's not going to happen. But, well, yeah. 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 Don't even try. Except maybe on this one time, just to get the free coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Hopefully it'll pay. Okay. Um, oh, man, so many questions. Dude, yeah. you know, speaking of conversations, if I, yeah. like, one thing that I haven't done since we, I haven't seen you. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't really haven't seen you in so long. I know. Like, so long. Well, I was, at, I was on the East Coast. Oh, yeah. So You're always traveling. I, I yeah. know. Um, I took a train from New York to LA. Mm-hmm. I took a train all the way across the country. Yeah. Yeah. And so cool. And speaking of meeting people, because even though I really like people, like mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want to talk to strangers. Mm-hmm. You know? And um, except for on trains. And, yeah, except for on trains. And it was this like war of attrition as the train. It took a long time mm-hmm. to cross the country on a train. How many days was it? it? Well, I did it in two weeks, but two I got, weeks. I got off the train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was incredible. It was like this. Yeah. First of all, just the train was. It was like this last vestige of like American tradition. Like the yeah. Like the taking a train across the country is like how people used to get here. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know? like it was just so amazing. Like the like just seeing America through these this filter. It. it was so cool. It was cool. Anyway, that's a that's not a conversation for this show. But so meeting people. Um, so off topic. Yeah, so off topic. Don't even yeah. talk about your beautiful yeah. train ride. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Where is the love and sex? I don't, I mean, yeah. I better be like, you're going to have sex in a bathroom on the train soon or something. Yeah, Otherwise, no. this whole story is just. You yeah. know, <laughs> but in terms of meeting, of meeting people, it's yeah. because, like, I, I got on the train in New York and, like, didn't want to talk to anyone, of course. <laughs> New York. You're like, yeah. don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And by. I took the long way. I went down through mm. the south and then up to Chicago, across, mm. across the Midwest, through the Rockies to San Francisco, and then down to so LA. Cool. Like yeah. The long way. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Whatever, yeah. yeah. And by the time I got to Chicago, it was kind of like, you know, you've been on the train for a few days. For a while. Yeah, and yeah. Like you see people come and go, and you realize, like, you realize, the, I don't want to say missed opportunity, but mm. the opportunity of talking to someone, if, if, the, if the opportunity like, if you don't, that person's going to get off. And then you'll never see them. them again. It's not like you might yeah. see them at the coffee shop next week or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, c- circumstances never repeat themselves. Totally. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Like, no matter what. Like, someone might ask you out again, but it's not in the same context. Right. It's not the same circumstance. Who totally. knows how different your lives will be when that happens. So what did that tell you? Did you, like, feel I like you missed some opportunities to talk yeah, to people? Yeah. Well, I said, on Amtrak, I took Amtrak. Yeah. They have this like long-standing tradition that if you are alone, which I was, mm-hmm. they'll seat you because there's a dining car. Mm-hmm. There's all these different cars. It's like a cafe car that has a bar. There's like, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And yeah. like a green car up top. It's two stories. There's a green car. It's all glass. And you just watch the country go by. Oh my god. It's insane. So and, then, and then beyond that, there's a dining car. It's like an actual restaurant you make reservations at. Okay. Yeah. So if you eat there, which you have to, because you're on the train for free. With with people. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, and so like I was really resistant to it at first, you know, because yeah. I would just be sat with like three other people who I didn't know. Yeah. And I had this conversation with this guy who my first conversation was with this guy who was a, 
had a phobia of flying so intense that he took trains for his whole life. Oh my god. That could like interesting circumstances. And he was almost done with dinner and I was just starting and so he yeah. was like nice to meet me and that was the first person I had talked to and yeah. and after that it just sort of started to like I just started to like let it happen. Open up to people. Yeah. And I realized too that like when people would ask me about myself, I sort of got better at describing myself. I, I didn't realize how poor I was at doing that. So, like, you learn so much about yourself through being forced to say, like, totally. it's, it's like, actually, that's a perfect argument for this woman's question, which is, like, do I go out on the date or not? Yeah, do it. It's just do it and then learn about how to talk about yourself and, like, yeah. how you are perceived by others because you can learn from relationships even if, like, you're not interested in that relationship. You know what I mean? Or, like, a long-term yeah, like, thing. Yeah, this is just yeah. a dinner with the person or a coffee it's or like a dating bar, practice. Or a moment. You know? yeah. yeah, totally. And then, the, yeah, and... I, yeah, I don't know. It was, it's been really, it was really cool to like um, have all these interactions, and then and then the people go, and then they're yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, you know? and that's then they so get awesome. off at like some tiny little town in the middle of like Wyoming. Mm-hmm. You know, it's also important, I think, too, in terms of um, you know, I mean, we both live in Los Angeles. You travel a lot for work, but for the most part, like your home base is here. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think dating within the context of Los Angeles having relationships within the context of Los Angeles, you kind of lose track of the sort of positioning in a larger sense that yeah. maybe you have to do when you're traveling or when you're on a train, you're in a different maybe country or like part of the state, you know, you have to contextualize your whole sort of life experience and like what is important to you comes through in your conversations with people who you're just meeting because you kind of have to like place yourself a little bit more. So that can also be like kind of good practice to be like, oh, yeah, this is, like, what my life is, and this is what I care about, you know, so, mm-hmm. so I think a really nice experience, though. Yeah, it was cool, and I, I, I learned, too, no judgment of L.A., but, like, I've lived here for so long, mm-hmm. I lost its context. Right. I lost where it is situated in the greater, mm-hmm. like, sea of cities and, totally. and different places, and it's not yeah. just, like, is New York better than L.A. or is New York, or is L.A. better than New York? It's not even about right. that. It's, like, about everything, about all, like, most people don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. <laughs> you know? yeah. And it's like this, sure. it's this thing that people who live in this city and, and in New York, mm-hmm. they forget. Yeah, totally. And you compare this, this place only to maybe the Italian part or where you grew up or maybe somewhere mm-hmm. you previously lived. Right. And I don't have a point. I don't like kind of taking generalizations, which I'm clearly doing right now, but like mm-hmm. it, it was interesting to come back here and be dating. Mm-hmm. And realize like how differently you you become. You're like a, in a very casual way and in a very in baby steps. You're this like chameleon. You're this different version of yourself that are all versions of you mm-hmm. in different places. Like when I go totally. to like I'm from the Midwest, like full mm-hmm. on, yeah, full on, you yeah. know. And when I go there, that's why you baby hummingbirds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't care. You'd be like, yeah. I gotta get going. Yeah, like yeah. when I go there, I feel so much more me than I, than I am anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why? I'm not doing anything different. You know, mm-hmm. it's just the way. It's just like where you are determines a lot about how you you feel. And totally. Uh, look, it, yeah. So you have all these little moments with with, with people, and I don't know. Like maybe it's getting too philosophical with this person's question, but mm-hmm. like m- what I've learned is to not overthink it. I was yeah. totally like this. When I got on the train, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, like, I was so uptight. And I didn't know. Yeah. I had no idea. Because I feel like I'm a pretty, I, 
I can get excited and talky and excited in the morning, but for the most part, I'm just like, oh, like, my whatever carbo pounds, whatever. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to grown so much yeah. since yeah. we've, like, known each other. I realized um, the other day, so you're not caring. Do you remember when I got hit at a meeting for coffee? Oh, dude, I'll never forget the that. The like, so I've known each other for, what, like, six years now or something? Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, should we tell people how we met? Because it's really funny. Yeah, like, okay, yeah. We totally met on OkCupid. Uh-huh. It was my first ever OkCupid date, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> which is great. Uh-huh. We're not dating anymore, but we're, like, Greatest friends. Yeah, we did it for like a second, like two or three months a or couple, something. Yeah, a couple months. months. Yeah, yeah. I'm like this. We're like, no, we should be friends. Yeah. And then, like, no, we're great friends. But, so, so, yeah, six years later or whatever, five years later, um, learned so much, grown so much, was meeting him for coffee. This was probably like last year or something. Uh-huh. And totally, like, got hit as I was turning, just like, totally the guy's fault, like, just hit totally the car, good. just like, create. And Sam was standing outside. I was like, I was pulling up to, like, park by the coffee shop, got hit in my car. Sam saw the whole thing and was like, what? what oh my god, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. I, could, I witnessed the whole thing. I witnessed the whole thing. I was like, hey, we like, hey. Hey. boom. Yeah, and I wasn't even a distracted driver. I was like, turn signal was on. Like, I was doing everything. It was cool. But the point of the story is that, like, I got there, and I was like, well, like, yeah, did the exchange of info, like, took the photos, did all the stuff, and I was just like, well, I just can't be bothered by that. Like, you, I'm you just going to, yeah. like, whatever, that you, just happened. I just can't care. Like, even if, because what happened in the end was, like, I had to pay because, like, the guy, like, said that it was my fault, and it was kind of shitty. I was like, I hope that guy isn't shitty, and, like, does that. Like, I was kind of thinking of that, yeah. and then I was like, well, if that happens, then, like, fuck it. What am I going to do? Can't care. Anyways, how's life, Sam? Yeah, Tell me about, like, what's going on. And that was it. Like, I was like, I really didn't. And it was one of the first times where I was like, oh, these, like, really, like, quote, unquote, like, disturbing, like, annoying life things can happen. And then you can just, like, keep fucking rolling with it and just be like, whatever. What are you going to fucking do? You know? I know. And I'm like, when you, a big mo- It's a big <laughs> realization. I'm, like, actually growing as a person yeah, right now yeah. by this accident. Yeah. And then me realizing that, like, it doesn't bother me that much. Like, Good job, guy. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't used to be this fucking chill. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like it's not a big deal. Yeah, it's it not. is, and it's like you think your life is over and you think it's ruined, and it's like no, yeah. it's ruined. It's like this all totally sucks, and yeah, it's like it's, it's so what? Whatever. Like, who cares? I'm like yeah. sitting having coffee. <laughs> I'm like things are okay. It's okay. I'm not hurt. You know? Yeah. Totally. I, I, I think that's the other thing. I was like, I was, you know, practicing my gratitude and realizing that I wasn't hurt and that I was okay. And it could have been a lot worse and all these things that like actually are true. You know. So. That was an interesting yeah. hangout because it's funny that it both it happened. We both saw it. You dealt with it in terms of like practicalities, like mm-hmm. get the numbers, insurance things. Right. And then five minutes after that, we were just like, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Like, if only yeah. I could handle all life situations like that. Oof, I know. That'd be great. Yeah. I know. That is a lesson to learn. Okay. What's another? Oh, so, anyone texted anything? Well, we have really going to play this audio question. I know it's so hot. I'm just like sweating. Yeah, yeah. I'm I can see the sweat through, so I'm sure. Pouring sweat. <laughs> I know. Sorry. No, no, no. It's my own fault for dressing like this. I oh, know, it's okay. Um, okay, let's see how we are going to do this. Wait, this do will I be fun. Questions? I don't know. Wait. Uh, okay, what I'm going to do, so this is the first time I've ever played like an audio. I'm going to try and play it from my phone. So this is an audio question that came in, and I love that. I've been um, trying to figure out a way that people can, like, leave me voicemails, and what this person did was they sent me a voice memo. So we're going to try and play their voice memo and see if this works. Let me see. (laughs) I'm looking at your soul friend photo of you in the mirror. (laughs) Oh, it's so quiet. Hold on. Oh, wait. 
friends of friends. Okay, wait, hold on. It's working. I just need to back it up. Hold on. Oh, are you liking my soul fan photo? Yeah. Love it. Okay. Oh, this new cell phone screen is so large. It's wonderful. Okay, here we go. Let's try this. So, I have a little question for you. My best friend in Texas, and then my other childhood best friend in San Diego, and then friends of friends all over the country are having issues with Bumble. And you seem to be this anomaly, that's the right word, correct? That met your boyfriend of eight months, and I mean, we can't even get, we can barely get a first date. These people, these guys just kind of, anyways, it's like pulling teeth to get conversation going. And so, for example, you know, I'm very good, I'm a very good conversationalist. My friend Janet was telling me the conversation she was trying to provoke with this guy she was chatting with. And he doesn't reciprocate. There's no, and what are you doing this weekend? You know, she'll, she'll ask, what are you doing this weekend? And how's your, you know, how's your day of leisure going? And they, the guys just respond with very blunt, you know, it's going well. Or, Terrible. yeah, uh, this weekend I'm, I'm just hanging out. But there's no, there's no engagement in conversation. There's no, and how are you today, Janet? What are you doing today, Melanie? And, it, it happens to me all the time where I'm, I'm trying to engage in conversation with these men and uh, be interested in their life as far as what they post, you know, as far as what they uh, provide on Bumble. Like if they say they're an architect, if they say they're, they're into hiking. So these men ask us for our phone numbers because texting is easier. So they've also swiped yes to us. Mm. And it's not like what we're saying in the text is outrageous or crazy or abnormal, it's all normal and engaging, so why do men, so, well, uh, you don't have that answer, you, but I want to know how, how did it all transpire with you and your guy? Oh, this question's for you. Inquiring minds want to know. Uh, yeah, like, did you, was he engaging? Was he just a diamond in the rough, or was he also, like, every single man that we've my friends and I have come in contact with on Bumble. They're just like bumps on a log, just mm. blase. You know, can that's I, a good question. Can I say something about yeah. her point? Like, yeah. So I was on Bumble. Yeah. But I got off. Oh yeah. yeah. How come? Because um, I didn't like it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I um, didn't. Uh, it was the only that the only dating app that I was on, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. try this." Yeah. I went on zero dates from it. Oh, weird. Yeah. Did yeah. you start conversations like with people, and like, or did you engage in conversations with people? Well, the thing is, is that one thing that I didn't like mm-hmm. about it was because I think it's a brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. For people who don't know, too, so Bumble is this yeah. dating app that the girl, once you have a match, so you both have liked each other, the girl, it's I guess it's only for heterosexual dating. I don't think that, yeah. Um, so the girl has to contact the guy first, so it reverses the whole, like, who's going to reach out first? Like, is the guy going to, or should I, or am I too aggressive? You know, so the girl just has to um, say the first, like, contact within 24 hours, otherwise right. the match goes away. Yeah. A guy can't write to a girl until she writes to him. Right. So what that, it means, for me, sort of like, it, it's like a good 
good idea, but there's a green element to it. Mm, okay. You know? And which there is to all these stupid apps. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, you're playing a game. Yeah. Of dating game. Yeah. Dating game. Yeah. Game of Thrones, game of dating. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's like all a game. Yeah. But so, like, it engendered this sort of like, I don't know what the right word is because I don't want to make anyone upset, but like, like, because in order to keep the match, like, I felt like people would write to me mm-hmm. just to, like, you're extending the period of matching, like, mm-hmm. you have to write to me. So you would get, like, all of these, hey, mm-hmm. how's it going? And it's like, normally, mm-hmm. that conversation wouldn't even take place. Yeah, yeah I see. You know? Mean. And yeah. so then it engendered this sort of just like, oh, what, no response kind of thing? It's like, yeah, but you have to write me just to keep the match alive. Like, it's not a it's not a good premise. Yeah. It's okay. not. Like, to me, to me, it just felt like, it, it, w- it was like, I just felt like people were writing just so, like, I wouldn't disappear because there's too many thinking so about it. So there wasn't, like, a lot of urgency? Because I feel like if you match with someone and you're like, oh, this person could be, like, a cool person, but then you're going to, like, reach out and you're going to, like, start a conversation right away and yeah. it's going to go somewhere. So you're saying that that true, but as a didn't guy, really work out. Well, as a guy, I, like, I couldn't, like, some of the girls would be like, hey, and I'd be like, great, how are you? Nothing. You know? And so it's like, they, they have it's to write you. They right. have to. Right, right. They're required to write you. I see. In order right. to even think about whether or not they want to like, does that work? Yeah. Oh, crap, I don't look at this guy's thing. Maybe that's high. Mm-hmm. You know? I see. Yeah. So there are a lot of those. Also, there's, there's a ton of that. To there's answer like, this, hey, like, yeah, so um, woman's question, too. So I met my boyfriend on Bumble, which is funny. <laughs> um... But the funny thing is I totally did what you're describing is annoying. <laughs> I just was like, hey, how's it going? Here, and I think I said, like, something silly, but, like, not that clever. Just, like, you know, obligatory, like, hello first. How's it going? Yeah. You know? And then, like, we started talking and that was that. You know? Mm-hmm. And then we, like, went out for coffee or whatever. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think I was, like, especially, like, you know, I don't know. Didn't say anything, like amazingly engaging. I also took a really long time to respond sometimes, yeah. was busy. You know, like, I think I probably was like the people that you're saying are annoying. Oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But, like, yeah. to answer her question, yeah, your boyfriend is annoying in the rough. Uh, yeah, he's, totally. he's awesome. He's awesome. Yeah, he's and like, like, so yeah. you can't expect everyone to be awesome. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think to answer her question, though, um, you know, and also... Like, this is just my experience. I in no way want to be, um, like, categorized as, like, some, like, you know, success story who, like, knows all. This is just, like, my experience of, you know, the person I'm dating right now, which, mm-hmm. <laughs> according to, like, my own logic, like, we could either, like, get married or break up tomorrow because, like, whoever knows <laughs> at any time, you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, in my experience... It was just, like, a regular conversation, you know. I try and, like, be myself on those things and speak honestly, and I'm not, like, you know, especially, like, whatever, like, flirty or whatever. I just, like, talk like myself and try and, like, not overthink it and then talk to the person. And he, I guess to answer the question, though, yeah, I mean, he was engaging. He didn't, if I would say, you know, something, he wouldn't just respond like a, one-line answer, I think mm-hmm. I would probably have not wanted to keep talking if that was the case, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we talked for a little while, and, you know, we had some things in common. We went to, like, the same college, and, like, had a couple of mutual friends, and, you know, so I kind of knew that, like, maybe he'd been filtered through a couple things that, like, early, on. early commonalities yeah. in our sort of, like, potential ability to, like, get along and see eye-to-eye on a couple of things. So mm-hmm. I think we quickly were like, okay, well, let's go out for coffee or something. So. Yeah. 
That's, I mean, yeah, I just, I want to, like, answer as, like, clearly as I can, but also, like, I don't think that I really have a specific, um, you know, <laughs> like, formula of, like, what to say and do to make the people who are just bumps on a log seem more interesting. I think that the bumps on a log are bumps on a log, and you should move on, you know. Yeah. And that it sucks and that it's hard, and I, like, totally empathize with you know, people who are having experiences on those apps that are really annoying. Also, I have those experiences, too. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not the only one that, yeah. or, you know, you're not the only one that's, like, had shitty people that say annoying things or are rude or don't respond. You know, that's just, like, goes with the territory. just can't worry about it. You know? I know. I, I understand her frustration from the, oh, other, from the other side of it, too. It's like, oh, right. like, I, like, I felt just due to, like I said, due to the structure of the app, mm-hmm. girls are going to be writing guys, like a, a girl on, a, no, I don't know, mm-hmm. potentially write zero, like, hi, how's it going? Like, yeah. They could write no intro texts. Mm-hmm. Just the guys just come to, you know, it's just guys yeah. just like, oh my god, you know, like, that's <laughs> just the culture of, like, yeah. that, of the medium, yeah. you know? But on Bumble, it's like, I think there's an adjustment period where, because, because of this game layer, Mm-hmm. The girl has to write the guy to protect mm-hmm. the girl, which is good, you know? Like, if I think actually it's kind yeah. of helpful, though, because right. it's not like, I mean, you yeah. Don't spammed, you don't get a bunch like of gross stuff. You don't get yeah. spammed. You yeah. don't get a bunch of, like, I'm married, but let's fuck. Yeah. You, know, you yeah. don't get any of that. Like, so that's great. Right. So, but then the trade-off, then, is you have to be the pursuant, which might be mm-hmm. counter to your personality. Right. You know? Or the pursuer. And, um, like, I, being on the other end of that, I've totally mm-hmm. just, like, you know, someone, you, you swipe yes to someone, they write you to keep you in their match list. Right. You know? Yeah, and, so and, that's and then, you write, yeah, and then yeah. you, write, you write back and they never write you. So on the yeah. other side of it, like, the girl's forced to write. Right. You know? And so the guys get, like, the only message, like, the only way a guy keeps a match is if they write you. Mm-hmm. And so as a guy, you're just sitting there and just like, what am I, what am I this is, like, yeah. so weird. I know. <laughs> I think also, I think the whole thing is that we have a perspective on that is important. And then also the, she also mentions, you know, getting people who ask for your number, like, because it's easier or something, and kind of sounding frustrated about that. I also hear you, and I don't like doing that. You know, I don't give my number out to people who I haven't met or at least gone on a date with, you know, like after the initial time. Here here is the, to me, and we're never going to get sponsored by Bumble, but, um, (laughs) Is like Maybe they'll change their whole profile yeah, just well, because of our show. Yeah, well, to me. So, like, I'm never going to have notifications on from a dating app. Like, I'm not crazy. Yeah, like, I know. Like, who wants to be, like, especially because, like, I'm at work showing a photo and it's, like, message from Bumble. It's, like, no yeah. way. No. You know? <laughs> no way. Yeah. And so, because there's a 24-hour window, mm. like, you miss half of everything that happens anyway. That's true. So, so yeah. in, in the context of this app, it mm-hmm. actually is valid for a guy to be like, hey, text me or else we're, this is like not going to work. That's true, actually. And so then it forces oh, this like uncomfortable true. situation. Right. Because it's like, I'm never going to check this app. Mm-mm. But I'm forced to check it in a 24-hour period. I see what you mean. You know? Yeah. It's just like, I was just like, That's tricky. Was, for, for me, like, on that end, of it, it was just like, this is just, this is really great. And I do know people like you. Mm-hmm. Who have met there? Yeah, it totally works. Yeah, it's a know. very safe yeah. place for girls. They just have to get used to like being like 
happen to write like a lot of guys who yeah. may or may not even write back. But I will say, I think I probably only matched with like two or three people on the whole app while I was on there. Really? And, like, so you that was the only way. Yeah, that was the only date oh, I went yeah. on. So I was like, you were like a Cupid. You were the first okay Cupid date, yeah. and then I like deactivated because I was like, oh, this guy's nice. I just want to date him for a second, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And like that's you were my first okay Cupid. Yeah, we were each other's first yeah. okay Cupid date. So like, yeah. yeah, my roommate was like, you need to sign up for this. I was like, no way, <laughs> <laughs> no way. You know, yeah. I've been in a relationship for like six years. You know, mm-hmm. like, like I, I think Jonathan. Um, and was like, bitch, just go ahead and get some free dinners already. Come on. I was like, okay. Yeah, that was an interesting moment for me because, like, I, I, I was, my last relationship that I was in before I was single and got on, the, you know, the internet to start dating. Um, it was before internet dating, really. I mean, there was, like, yeah. Match.com or, like, really expensive old sites that right. were, like, Web 1.0 stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know? Do it under, like home computer. Uh, yeah. So I think it was like for us too, just like, oh yeah, cool, but, like, let's, you know, like. <laughs> also we were yeah. like, oh, you're not like a, a weird, creepy like, yeah. person who lives in a basement? Okay. Yeah. Like, so yeah, so yeah. there is an element of, of I suppose, mm-hmm. luck to answer the caller's question mm-hmm. that you met your current boyfriend from like oh, right yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh man, I guess we're out of time. How does that yeah, happen every time? We have like so many questions. I know, we're it's like so sad. Just getting in there. I know. So we have to. I know. Yeah. It's 1201. Um, so sad. Guys, thank you so much for having me. I'm trying me. to think I if there's any other quick ones, but they're all just like so long. I don't know. Yeah, it's so fun to have you I on, love Sam. It's so much fun. It's the greatest. Thank you. Um, thank you for coming back on. Okay, I hear like a wind chime in the background. Oh, that sounds really nice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where that's coming from. Okay. I guess I'm going to play this song, and then um, we'll be... Oh, I should tell people about how to find Soulfriend outside of here. Okay, they can go to soulfriendradio.tumblr.com. They can go to um, kchungradio.org, and then go to archives, and then search for Soulfriend, and listen to all the episodes there. That all the descriptions of all the episodes are there. All the co-hosts are listed. There's cute photos, so that's a fun place. Um, I also have a Soul Friend Radio Facebook page. I also have a Soul Friend Radio Instagram account. So those are all the places. You can always text your questions in advance to 213 and I'll answer them if I can get to them <laughs> on the show. Um, also, you can send voice memos, too, like our previous person did. So thank you again, Sam. Thank you, guys. So fun. I'll talk Thanks. to you all listeners later. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye, guys.